0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's jump right into the action because there is a lot to cover. Let's begin in New York where the Astros beat the Mets. And they did this to actually sweep the season series against the Mets. You know, the Mets were actually just in Houston a little while ago. And now the Astros are in New York. But on Wednesday, Astros got a 2-0 victory in New York. To sweep their season series against the Mets. Justin Verlander was on the mound and he's been absolutely sharp. His previous start was against the Yankees. This one's against the Mets. This time he goes eight shutout innings with six strikeouts. They had a 2 0 victory. Tywin Walker was great for the Mets. He was seven and a third with no earned runs, but Verlander outdueled him. I think we need to start talking about Verlander again. I mean, obviously we know he's He's one of the greatest of all time, and he's having, he's trending towards that Cy Young conversation again. He's putting himself on the map because he's been steady. I mean, if you look at his numbers, he's only had a few rocky starts, but overall, his numbers are pretty remarkable. 2.03 ERA on the year. He's got 90 punch outs, and he's made all 15 of his starts. Remember, JV's 39 years old, but and coming off of Tommy John surgery but he's showing absolutely no signs of rust whatsoever. So if you look at if you look at the Cy Young poll, you look at the Cy Young, Young poll, Justin Verlander is now second place. This is just, you know, an unofficial poll that the MLB.com does. He's in second place after the Rays Shane McClanahan. So obviously there's plenty of time for that to change, but it's McClanahan Justin Verlander and Alec Manoa tied for second. Then Dylan sees in fourth, Kevin Gosman in fifth for the American League. It's going to be a a very interesting race. I mean, let's look at McLanahan and what he's been doing. He's been lighting up the American League this year with a pretty deadly repertoire. It's a left-handed pitcher, obviously. And his fastball maxes out at 100 miles an hour. He throws really hard. We saw him pitch on Sunday afternoon where he held the Pirates to one run on four hits over 7 innings. And you know, that's with 10 strikeouts. His it was his third strikeout with sorry, third start with double digits strikeouts and no Rays pitcher has more such starts in a season since David Price where this is now the sixth time McClanahan had seven plus strikeouts, so he's a strikeout guy, throwing hard from the left side, shades of a young David Price. That's really what we're seeing, and that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome because you have to remember, you know, McClanahan is is very young. He's twenty five years old, and just getting into a groove, coming into his own. But Justin Verlander is the, the elder statesman, and he now has something to say, but. That AL Cy Young race is definitely going to be something we keep an eye on moving forward. So Astros did sweep the season series. They stay hot. They're first in the AL West. Mets are still first in the NL East. Let's head up to Toronto, where there has been a little bit of, uh, you know, it's been a pretty, it was a crazy series. Red Sox squeaked out a win in the finale of the three-game set. And, you know, they finally got the win. But this was after losing the first two games of the series. And when they lost the first two games of the series, especially the second game of the series, there was a lot of heat coming at Red Sox closer Tanner Houck, who was not in Toronto due to his COVID vaccination status. And Houck was placed on the restriction, restricted list. Like any player who can't enter Canada, it means they don't accrue service time, they don't get paid, they just have to stay stay back, and they wait, they can't participate, they don't get paid, they're just like, they're not basically on the roster for the duration of the series, and then they'll rejoin their team when they leave Canada. And this was on Tuesday night, when the Blue Jays won 6-5 on a walk-off after, they had a comeback win in the ninth inning, but to me, I think it's pretty silly to blame this loss on a player who didn't play, especially when the Red Sox knew he was not going to be available. Uh, I don't think it makes any sense. I mean, you knew, you've known all season long what his status is. You knew that he was n- never going to be able to play in Canada unless he complied with that with that uh, rule. And he, he didn't comply with the rule. And, you know, so how, how are you going to go up there with a the roster, with the weak bullpen the Red Sox have, I mean, they were throwing guys, no offense, but you know Tyler Danish trying to throw two innings, went for two innings. Hansel Robles, who has a 10.5 ERA in June. I mean, what did you expect against an offense like the Blue Jays with the heart of their lineup coming up in the ninth inning? What did you expect? So it's easy for Red Sox fans to get annoyed that Hauk wasn't there, but this blame really goes on the front office It's the GM. They should have already beefed up that bullpen. They should have gone out and gotten better relievers, or at least one better reliever. Because, look, I mean, there's plenty of time to the trade deadline, but if the Red Sox want to contend this year, they can't trot that bullpen. Even if Hal Pitch, who's to say he would? He hasn't been necessarily great in, in the recent going either? He hasn't been so great thus far. And who's to say he would have gotten the save against this tough Blue Jays lineup? I mean, you're talking Springer, uh, you know, Vlad Bichette, guys like that. Who's to say he would have gotten the job done? So we don't really know. I think it's just obviously it's it's easy to point fingers, but the blame really goes on the general manager for not beefing up the bullpen. And in my in my opinion, I think this is kind of a blessing in disguise because it exposed that weakness. I mean, obviously, I'm sure the front office knows that the bullpen is a weakness, but this makes everyone aware. Like, wow, we really need to improve our bullpen now. And they can do so before the trade deadline. So I think, I think that's that's what they can take out of this situation. Not that oh, you know, Tanner Hawk was the reason we lost. It's like no, our bullpen is trashed. if Tanner Hawk was missing, because what if he was injured? You <laughs> know, what if he was injured? What are you gonna what are you gonna say? So that's the situation. But the Red Sox did squeak out a win on Wednesday night and moved back into second place in the AL East. But it's gonna be interesting. You know, they go back to Canada once. At once more at the end of the season, it is po- that's in September. It is possible that the Blue Jays and Red Sox meet in the playoffs. And that would definitely be interesting. But Red Sox just need to beef up their bullpen and have an ironclad roster. They know who's available they know what everyone's status is to be able to enter Canada. So it's not there's no excuse. There's no excuse for being unprepared. Moving on. Let's head to St. Louis, where the Marlins got a comeback victory to defeat the St. Louis Cardinals. They won 4-3. They scored two runs on the top of the ninth to come back and win this game. And it was a bit of a pitcher's duel, somewhat. It was Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. He went complete game. He went nine innings, to earn runs against the Cardinals. On the other side, Adrian Palante, seven innings. Two earned runs for the Cardinals. And then, you know, Gallegos came in for the eighth. And then Adam Helsley blew the save in the ninth inning, giving up two runs. Then the Mons went 4-3 behind their ace, Sandy Alcantara. You know we were just talking about Cy Young. We were talking about that, you know, yeah, the American League side of things. Sandy Alcantara is someone who's doing the job and he's getting things done on the National League side of things. 1.95 ERA. That's, that's what we're seeing from Sandy Alcantara right now in the NL. He is number one in the Cy Young poll for the National League right now. He's, he's definitely the leader. I mean, heading into Wednesday, he was leading the National League in innings, ERA, ERA+. And then going complete, going complete game like that, now he's just extended his lead in those categories. So he's the best pitcher in the National League right now, and he deserves to be number one in that Cy Young poll. Moving on to the West Coast, the Angels got a 4-1 victory over the White Sox at Angel Stadium. Shohei Ohtani struck out 11 over 5-2, and, and he's now extended his scoreless streak to a career-high 21-2 innings. And that caps an epic month for Shohei Ohtani. He hasn't allowed a run in three straight starts and has struck out 30 batters in that stretch. I mean, if that's not impressive enough... He also has four homers at the plate in that span. You know, Otani is obviously the reigning American League MVP, but he's been on a roll in June. He's posted a 1.52 ERA with 38 strikeouts in 29 two-thirds innings this month. And his slider has really emerged as his best pitch during the stretch. It was, again, elite against the White Sox on Wednesday night. He threw it 36 times and registered 10 called strikes, 12 swings and misses. So, he's been great on the mound. He's also been heating up at the plate. Just the reason why he was the MVP last year. We've seen that. And also, um, he and Trout went back-to-back on Wednesday night. So, that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, Or, sorry, on it was actually on Tuesday night. Um, Tuesday night, Trout and Notani went back-to-back. But how often do you get to see that? Funny enough, I, I actually had the, the pleasure of going to an Angels game once when they did that, which is pretty cool. So they're giving the fans something to something to enjoy. And they have individual stars out there in Anaheim, but unfortunately that doesn't necessarily translate to wins in L.A., and that's been an issue for, for some time now. Angels are five games below 500. So it is what it is. It is what it is. That's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.